We the bestest cast with the left twist. Fat, fairly well dressed. Put me on the guest list. The guest list. Uh, yeah, on the guest list. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another week of All in the Guest List with Fox trying to get down White Sox, Dave, Kenny, Carkeet, and Dante back for another week of Green Room Picks. And for the first time in two weeks, we got all four of the boys in the building. Let's make some motherfucking noise. Hey. Let's, let's, fucking go. let's fucking go. All right. Fuck that. So this week's Green Room Picks, keep this sweet and simple. We've been having a lot of conversations about albums on the podcast. Is the album in dying art form? Do people give a fuck about albums anymore? So what we're picking this week are the albums that you have to listen to straight through. The great albums. The one that you have to listen to from start to finish. Uh, I have a couple good ones in mind. The one that I gave as an example last week for me was Modern Vampires of the City by... Uh, Vampire Weekend. I just blanked out. (laughs) Fuck you. It must not be that fucking good. Suck my dick. Uh, So this time we're going to go in order. Kenny, you're going to start, then Dante, then Dave, then me. Kenny Carkey's blowing O's right now. Real quick, though. Is this uh, just studio albums for some parameters? Ooh, good question, actually. No parameters, bro. No No parameters. No parameters. No parameters. Something, a, a body of work you can listen to straight start to finish. Like one body of work, like an album. Whether it's live or whatever. All right. Which cool. some some bands some bands' best records are their live records, which is an interesting take. Whatever. Great question. Up. My first pick is the Brother Bear soundtrack by Phil Collins. No, I digress. So uh, <laughs> Kenny, you go first. Kenny's up Yo, first. Kenny. All right. I purposely did like one album. I'll, I'll do you know one at a time, but I did one album that really means a lot to me, one classic one, and then one that nobody's heard of. So I kind of break it up, right? So my first one, the one that means a lot to me, and I've talked about this on this podcast, is Alt J's An Awesome Wave. Mm, Their first full-length record. That fucking weird-ass voice, those weird British fucking nerds with their synthy vibes, and like, it, it, it just... Sometimes an album comes out at the right moment for you. I was deep into tour. I will never forget walking around Madrid. Clearly remember Madrid being like, oh, there's this new record by this weird fucking named band. Let me check it out. Whole thing start to finish. And it about a year, I listened to it non-stop. I still listen to it all the fucking time. Alt-J and Awesome Wave. Big one on my list. It's a great fucking album. And if you can remember the place where you listened to it to the first time, that does mean it means a lot to you. So that's a great time. pick. Great fucking pick. Kenny. Kenny, not to get off track, what is, I've always wondered, what is the name about? Hey, honestly, I think it actually does have something to do with like PC keyboards. I think the Alt J, if, if you hit Alt J, I think it brings up a triangle because a lot of their Got symbols it. are triangle shits and he talks about three points and that kind of stuff. Something like, it's something geeky like that. Got Some it. nerd what's, shit, yeah. What's crazy is like, I played it and come from heavy bands, loud, screaming, crazy, energetic bands. You've never seen a sleepier band in your life than yep. when you watch Alt J live. That said, bro, if you smoke a blunt and watch them play live, you're like taken to the fucking moon, man. It's incredible. It was the quietest, dopest show I've ever heard. Bro, playing, yeah, with, I... them, playing with them, I don't think they moved the entire time. It was fucking no, crazy. No sweat. <laughs> no, no sweat. And their drummer is deaf, plays with no cymbals. Like, get creative. Some what? Yeah, what? really, really Wait, cool. What's he go off the vibration? I yeah. think he's got cochlears, um, but I know that he's uh, most mostly deaf. But even that, need, his pocket, those. his pocket, and the fact he plays with no symbols makes him play really interesting choices, and it's fucking crazy to watch. Love that band. That's sick. That's sick. God damn! What a fucking start, Dante. You go with your first record. Uh, Notorious B.I.G. Ready to die. 
Fuck you, that was my second pick. Can't go wrong, dude. Let's go. That's a great fucking pick. That's on my list, so yeah, props. Just absolutely not one song you press skip on the entire album. And it gets to the last song with, uh, I think, Thundercat, the reggae chick. And you're like, holy shit, this album's done. You got to, like, start it over. Just fucking unbelievable. I mean, dude, there's, there's literally, there's literally like fucking ten all time hits on that record, like it's, it's, yeah. it's, un- it's unfucking believable. Either you slinging crack rock or you got a wicked jump shot. Like fucking man, it's one of the best records of all time. It really is. That's a great fucking pick and an all time cover art too. All now time. I change, now I gotta, now I gotta change my second pick. Asshole. God damn, Dave, heavy something to follow up, bro. Give me your first album. I mean, the I, fuck you guys for making me go third. <laughs> Because oh, they both on your fucking list? No, no. I, I, obviously, well, I haven't heard the first one, but the second one obviously is, should be on anybody. It doesn't matter your musical taste. Um, but mine are these are just actually. I didn't really get creative with mine because there's no wrong wasn't answer, the question. Dude. My okay, so I'm gonna go with "Closer to the Sun" by Slightly Stupid. I know Good every album. song on that entire album, word for word, verbatim. Every song is different than the last one, but it meshes well for a perfect reggae rock album. It's that it, absolutely fucking outstanding. I'll give it to you, Dave. I fucking agree with that. It's a great and fucking record. So I was going to go. That's why I asked if we could go like live studio shit. They're live at uh, Roberto's is what like when I get super drunk, I'll come home and just throw on music. <laughs> and obviously there's never a girl next to me. And um, I'll watch the whole thing on YouTube. It's like a two and a half hour record yeah. or on, on YouTube. Obviously, it's a video, but um, it's him and the uh and and the Cheech and Chong guys like Tommy Chong and shit, and they're just like ripping it up, getting high as fuck, and they just like oh, shoot the shit. What and is jam this? Out. What is this? What is this video called? This sounds awesome. This is it's a uh, live at TRGs. Um, by was slightly stupid. Okay. Or live at Roberto's was slightly stupid. Fuck yeah. I right, mean, cool. I, you can't go wrong there. I am mad it's slightly stupid because they haven't come on the podcast yet. They, they will. They will. Promise. I mean, is is this actually... Let me ask you guys this as musicians. Good. Miles um, uh, Doty, the lead, well, he's the lead singer and one of the lead singers, one of the guitarists. They switch off vocals, but um, he just seems like a super down-to-earth chill dude. Like, he coaches high school wrestling in San Diego. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I, I honestly think he would absolutely do it because he just seems like an awesome dude. Yeah, is, is it fair to say that just by going off of his music and looking at his interviews and shit? Yeah. I think you can make totally any fair. assumptions about anybody that you want, you know? <laughs> I do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> True. Like, John Mayer seems like he's cool now, but like, if you would have asked me 10 years ago, I'd have been like, that guy's a fucking douche, but I love his music. We've gone over this before, bro. There was a period of time that we called Douchey Mayor when he was wearing leather jackets with no collar, and we just called him Douchey Mayor all the time. That's what it is. But I agree, Dave. I think you have a pretty good sense of who pe- who people are. Miles Doty seems like a good guy. Yeah, I, like, he'll come on the show. I know we we have to press him soon. Yeah, we're gonna like, press put the full court press on. We'll we'll call him out publicly and we'll make it we'll make it a thing. So we'll we'll do that. But uh, great pick. Uh, my first pick is an all time album, one of the all time classics. It is a start to finish listen. Illmatic by Nas Nasir Jones. Yeah, Just yeah, one yeah. Of, on my list too. Great. One call. of the fucking best albums of all time. Best producer choices of all time. DJ Premier and Q Tip executive produced the whole fucking thing. Kid was like nineteen years old. Yeah, I know. Can we talk about? 
scoring those two to produce a debut album, like it makes no fucking fun. sense. I know that's insanity. Insanity. I mean, and I mean, dude, just like the wordplay, the fucking song choices, the features. You got Q-Tip, you got AZ, Life's a the Bitch. Storytelling, like, like, the storytelling. Like, the storytelling rap. Yeah, it was, it was unbelievable. I feel like I'm from Queensbridge when I fucking listen to that record. And I'm not. Trust me. Trust me, I'm not. But Nas, Illmatic, being a teenager and making the greatest rap album of all time, respectively. One like, of them, yeah. One of them. And it's just start to finish. Like, there's never a song you can skip. It's just fucking outstanding. So... Illmatic by Nas. Nasir Jones is my first pick. Kenny, go for your second. Okay, since I had to change my fucking second one, which you know what is actually awesome because that means Dante and I yet again are on the same page. Uh, Generally. I picked I pick something in the same vein. Wu-Tang. Enter the Wu-Tang 36 Chambers. Like, Game Changer. East Coast Rap fucking 92. Like, man, one of the best albums of all time. Start to finish. Cream. Bring the ruckus, fucking like there's just protect so your many, neck. Like I mean, song by song by song, mystery by song. chess boxing. Fucking Not only that, you know it's fucking great when there's like 13 skits on it and you listen through all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember skits, bro? Bro, I love skits. There and used to be so many skits on hip hop records. So funny. Like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? College dropout. I'm pretty sure there's like 10 skits on it. It's so crazy. It's <laughs> fucking amazing. I mean, Wu Tang had to be on here somewhere. I mean, it's one of the greatest albums of all time. So for sure, one hundred percent. Enter the Wu. Enter the Wu, baby. Uh, Dante, go with your second pick. This was tough for me because I had I was on the fence with three of his albums that are all very near and dear to me. Um, but I went with the Boss Born to Run. Okay, there you go. Yes, sir. Let's uh, go. That's America's album. That it was between that, um, Collins, Backdrop, Darkness on the Edge of Town, and my per I like, I, I don't know anyone else that is as in love with this album as I am, but I love Tunnel of Love Ooh. album. And uh, I don't know. I think Born to Run is the the correct choice, just because it's. I mean, it's just all fucking. It's all hits. It's like it's the greatest hits, hits album. Yeah, when, it's, when it's, people, it's unbelievable. When people ask me about my favorite Springsteen album, I always take Born to Run out because it's a masterpiece. It's a fucking yeah. story, top to bottom. There's mm -hmm. like four, like Jungle Land and, and fucking Born to Run to like cap it. Thunder Road's on there, Meeting Across yeah. the River, Night. I could go on and on about this, but Dante, I purposely left Springsteen off because I felt like it would have been too much of like a an obvious pick for me, but I'm glad you did it. By the way, me and you were going to have a long conversation about Tunnel of Love at some point. That's going to be dope. <laughs> I can't fucking I'm wait. Down. I mean, it's, it's I'm just, down. It's a great, it's a great, what's your favorite song off Born to Run? Uh, definitely Thunder Road, but dude, um, just the story behind that album is it, it, for it almost to not have happened yep. because, you know, his, band basically walked out on him and then he ran out of money and the rolling stone dude just came in out of fucking nowhere and was like i'm gonna produce this album for you like that's it's it's almost like destiny you know and for it to turn out the way it did is i don't think i ever heard the backstory of this oh my god dave there's a great Crazy, documentary dude. you gotta watch he literally it was his third album and the record label was like if this isn't like the greatest album of all time you're done like you're out yeah and, and it turned into the greatest album of all time. 
And they literally, <laughs> he went through his entire band basically because the, they spent basically six months working on the song Born to Run. The drummer quit, keyboard player quit, all these people quit because they were like, you're fucking insane. Like this is... Dude, and then they started their own group because <laughs> they were like done with them. Fuck this guy, yeah. God Dude, damn, I do got to watch this doc. It's fucking incredible. I'll send it to you. It's on YouTube. It's amazing. Shout out to Bruce. I mean... He's Bruce. He's the boss. He's the best. Fucking boss. I don't need to slob his knob anymore. Dave, go with your next pick. Uh, my next pick, let's see. I got like five written down, but I'm going to go. I hate this fucking guy because <laughs> he started ducking our emails too. But Gulf Coast Highway is like the my favorite album that I've, I picked up out of nowhere by Eric Lindell in the last like 10 years. I thought your goal was to destroy his career, Dave. I want to destroy his career because he won't take 20 minutes out of his day to fucking sit down and talk with us and he's a nobody. Nobody outside of Louisiana knows who the fucking guy is. He's, he's wrestling alligators, dude. Dude, I swear to God, I used his song on Sirius because we would pick our we would pick our Sirius uh, radio show opening song. We would rotate. So we would rotate each week. So he'd open with the one song and I got inundated with DMs. Who was that? Who was that? Who was that? And I would look at his track listing. His highest song was like 300,000 one uh, year and a half ago. Call it. It's over a million now. And all the rest of his, wow. and I swear to God, it's because of me. I blogged about him. I was like, you guys got to listen to this guy. He's fucking awesome. This album's like 15 years old. It's old as fuck. So why would it start picking up steam in the year 2020? You know, Dave so, Williams, the ultimate A and R, dude. Dave, that, Dave how'd you hear exactly about them, Dave? I uh, just uh, Spotify, like the Discover tab or what it's what it, whatever it's called. And nice. I listened to one. He had one his one commercially popular song, uh, that like it had a decent amount of downloads, like three or four hundred thousand. Um, would hit the algorithm and it would just come on random. Like, who the fuck is this guy? The song's really good. So I just listened to him. And then it's like, okay, this album's awesome. Let's go to the next one and the next one and the next one. And he is fan-fucking-tastic. I absolutely love his music. But But. his management team started stopped responding to my emails, and he can go fuck himself. Actually, I'm going to email him again tomorrow. Good. Do it. Fuck him. And then bring him on, and we'll let him know that we said fuck him. So I agree with Dave. It's a great album. I can't argue with that. It's great. It's very you. It is. It's it's like, if you know my musical tastes, it is right there. Absolutely my musical preference it's like bluesy louisiana it's got like a newer age pop vibe to it too though it's awesome i love the fact that dave's pick he's like i love this album but fuck this guy he's like a perfect it's a perfect (laughs) i like spite i like uh my second album i didn't go springsteen but i went another one of the greats one other guy sitting on my wall i went damn the torpedoes by tom petty the pink album cover was like sitting in the front of the records in my my dad's collection when i was a kid i was always enamored with it but just like literally even the losers don't do me like that. It's just a fucking great pop rock record. Refugees on that record, like top to bottom, Jimmy Iovine produced it. It was the first record he did after he did Springsteen's record. It's just a, a perfect classic rock album to me. And it's like something I hold near and dear to my heart and petty. It's, it's fucking classic petty. So uh, Tom Petty, damn the torpedoes is my second pick. Anybody got anything to say about that? I love Tom Petty. I don't, I don't have much to say, but yeah, he's fucking, I mean, who doesn't? You know what I mean? He's the fucking yeah. man, dude. RIP to the goot. Uh, his birthday was yesterday too, by the way. White people show. love Tom Petty. Goddamn White right. And I, am, love, I don't know if you've looked Tom at me. Petty. I don't know if you've looked at me lately, Kenny. <laughs> I'm going to shock you right now. <laughs> Dave, I, mean, let me, so- yo, I had a, I had a very fucked up 
like stoned revelation uh, <laughs> at, I went and saw MGK in Milwaukee a few weeks ago. I have a feeling that MGK, when he's like 70 years old, is going to look like Tom Petty. <laughs> <laughs> he could only hope so. Think and tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, I think he might be I'd have right. to see a side by side by side of him. How was that concert? Because I saw him at Riot Fest and he fucking sucked. It was awesome. I've seen him like ten times. He he gets better and better every time I see him. He's he awesome. sucked at Riot Fest. I he do got booed lo- off the stage. I love the dichotomy on this podcast because I'll sit here and be like, "He can slob my fucking dick," and Dante's like, "Man." Really good. And Kenny's like, I don't care about anything. And Dave's like, fuck that Yo, guy. All I, the only, so something came out this last week in like celebrity news uh, that I don't really care about, but don't make me like him. It's that whole thing where uh, uh, his girl, girlfriend, what's her fucking face? Megan, Megan Fox, Fox, right? Said like, walked up to him and goes, you smell like weed. And he goes, I am weed. And I was like, yo, <laughs> don't, what a line. Don't make me like him. And now all the memes that are like, I am I am weed. Dude, I am anything. Like, it's so good. Can you imagine being that dude, like that goofy looking tall string beam motherfucker, and he says that, and Megan Fox is just like, I'm going to fuck this guy. Like, oh. could you imagine that being the move right there? Do you think, I think he's he- like such an insecure little bitch that she just <laughs> like not. dominates him? Do you think I could walk up to Megan Fox now and just say I am weed and it would do the same thing? (laughs) No. (laughs) When they break up, every dude's going to try that. I am weed. I am weed. Bro, he's fucked so many bad bitches. Halsey, uh, Kate Beckinsale, who's the the queen. That's that's unbelievable. She is the queen. She's She's the hottest hottest girl of all time. Of all time. Yeah, of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, change my mind. English accents always do it for me, too. Yeah, he's in in another league. Accents don't do anything for me. Dave likes Susan Boyle because of her accent. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, who is that again? (laughs) Susan Boyle. Look her up. Yeah, look her up, dude. I know who it is. I know who it is. Google, Google Susan Boyle. Fake nudes and look in the image. (laughs) I know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know who she is. There you go. From, uh... That he was like, uh, like Britain's Got Talent, I think it was. Yeah, right. I know who she is. Dave's like, I got to go. Uh, <laughs> Kenny, <laughs> Kenny, go with your last pick. All right, my, my last pick, uh, a smaller album that not a lot of people know about. Colin, you and I talked about this record not too long ago by a band called Bare Hands, New York <laughs> Kids, uh, an album called You'll Pay For This, which is like their fourth album and I believe their masterpiece. All of their records are incredible. I toured with them from like 2011 to 2014. Uh, they, they're from New York, live in Portland now, but um, just fucking incredible music. Great like indie, alternative, electronic kind of vibes. And uh, one of my favorite writers, Dylan Rao, Bare Hands. Did you do this record? This record was made at my studio. Ah! I, had, I had a small bit to play in some of them. I wrote songs with them called like You're the Boss and some other ones. But yeah, the whole thing was tracked at my at my studio, which was awesome. So I just, I feel connected to it in that way. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Everybody go check that out because I know that is a very, very good band. I don't know the album off the back of my hand, but I, I'm, I'm going to go check it out this weekend. Uh, Dave, give me your last one. Um, I think we've talked about this one before, but this is like my favorite personal rap album. I know it's not revered as the best rap album ever but it's my favorite i like my other picks i could go word for word for every song in this album word of mouth by Ludacris. i love that album yeah i do love that album me too it is so good but like all the and this is how i'm sure this is how it is for most albums i would say like the my favorite songs of that album are the ones that nobody fucking has ever heard 
Yep. Um, Growing Pains, obviously everybody's heard that, that it's got Rollout coming to America. But my favorite one on this album is Keep It On The Hust. Uh, I want to say he's playing some fucking weird instrument. Um, it's it's like not a violin, but it's like electric something. I don't know. It's it's super fucking weird. But um, I love that album top to bottom. When back when like we would take the bus to school and there was no such thing as iPods or anything yet, I would have that that disc man that would skip every time you'd hit like a pothole or whatever. Yeah, and I'd be like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> and I would just sit there and listen to that every single day to and from school. And it was like my favorite rap album ever. Anti skip technology. Remember that? Shit? Dave is the eight potion. second. Is yeah, the, yeah. Dave is the song the potion on that album. The potion is not on that album. I don't think. Um, Dude, great backstory about that song. Uh, if you watch Jay Z's Black Album documentary, Fade to Black, the one that came out when that album was coming out, uh, Timbaland tried to give that instrumental to Jay Z first for the Black Album, and he turned it down, and then gave it to Ludacris, and he made the Potion, and that's one of the hottest fucking songs of all time, dude. Yo, Luda's story is fucking dope too. He's amazing, Just and now he's he's so talented. He lived in Chicago for a while. Now uh, he went to Oak Park River Forest High School. I didn't know that actually. Mm-hmm. Well, Welcome to Atlanta is the the hidden track on that song. It's the very last song. Um, I'm forgetting what the fucking song is called, but um, Welcome to Atlanta st- starts at the end of the last song, and it it's not listed or anything. It's just a hidden track, and Love that that song became like fucking wildly popular, and it's a hidden track on the album. Luda is underrated and underappreciated, and now he's fighting in space with Tyrese in the Fast and the Furious. Although movie. I think Luda's one of those artists that like. Everybody loves. Everybody yeah. respects. Yo, fucking Justin Bieber's first fucking single. Are you yep. out of your like? Dudes make move makes moves. He might wind up being one of those great artists that's only respected after he's dead, like Van Gogh. Like <laughs> I always say that about Ja Rule. I think Ja Rule will be respected when he dies for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> I, don't know. I love that. What's take. the motherfucking name? Exactly. I love that take. Uh, Dante, what's your last pick? This is kind of a weird one, uh, but again, very personal to me. Uh, I still will go back and listen to it. If I have a long drive, I'll throw it on and takes me back to when it came out. Uh, Frank Alba, Frank Ocean, Nostalgia Ultra. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. Great oh album. God, and it, Swim Goods on that fucking record. Yeah, dude. Swim Good. Novocaine is like one of the best fucking songs ever. Songs for ladies. I mean, it's it's so good and it's so sad because ever since then, his shit has just fucking fallen off so hard. <laughs> but that album was incredible. Lived up to the hype. It was so good. Uh, such good times when we played it, when it came out, it's really good memories. So yeah, that's my third one. I back that. That's a great pick. Novocaine is one of the first songs I ever recorded myself playing. That's really, yeah. An acoustic cover of Novocaine. It was fucking, I gotta find that terrible, awful. It was bad. It sounded <laughs> no, like it was, it's fun to look back on the shit you're awful at. And it is. Like, Holy 100%. shit. Oh my God, man. When I go back to my first recordings, you're like, are you fucking deaf? Or this is the worst what shit the I've ever fuck heard. Is this? When I go back and listen to my early stuff, I get mad at my friends for telling me that I they thought I could do it. Like I'm, <laughs> like, you, you guys were lying. You know? you know it's funny too. Sometimes I'll go back to like I played in a band back in Orlando for like eight years or something, and the recordings were awful. Some of the songs were terrible, but sometimes I'm like, 
yo, these were kind of good. I want to re-record these. I do and the same I'll, thing. And then I'll start re-recording it, and immediately you're like, nope. Nope. Just, <laughs> magic's gone, bro. Not even close to what it felt like. So, yeah, yeah, it's funny. Every time I go back, the one thing I realize is my song structures were fucking atrocious. I don't know what I was doing. I, I just, I just learning. You were evolving. You were, yeah, that's how, learning. that's being an artist, man. If you're where you, if you're where you were then, today, then you haven't done shit. You haven't yeah. progressed. That's got to right, dude. I, a couple of years ago, I was on the treadmill. This is like, <laughs> I don't know, two, it was right before the pandemic, I want to say. And I was listening to our most recent Redline radio. And for some reason, it started playing the one because when we were signed on with Barstool, they made us give them like every track so they could backlog it. And it started playing our first episode ever. And I had to turn it off. I was like, like I was getting the shutters because it was so bad. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? I, t- I always say this. The first episode of the podcast that we did as a band, I had reverb on all the vocals. I have no idea why. It was fu- it sounded like we recorded it in a cave. And I literally introduced it, and I was like, Welp, hi, everyone. I don't know what I was doing. Talking once, like a news anchor voice. Once again, why did everybody tell me I could do this? They were all liars. They were fucking idiots. But, but uh, Dante, uh, you gave your last one. My last one, my last pick overall. Uh, this is one that's more personal to me. This is kind of how Kenny did with bare hands. But... Uh, Malibu by Anderson Pack to me is like my favorite album of the past 10 years. Uh, it was a situation that he was in where he released uh, two albums before that that nobody listened to at all. And then Malibu came out. It's a masterpiece. It's fucking funky. It's, it's hip hop. It's fucking alternative. It's all the above. He's a genius. I haven't that liked it. only a couple years old, right? Like yeah, two, three years he's old. So, he's so sick, man. 2016 was when that came out. Um, five, it's five years old already. I don't know was, the album well, but I, I know. Is that Anderson the one? Pat, is that is yeah. that the one where Pharrell jumped in? That was like no, the first. No, no, no. The, oh. the one, no, the one that I'm talking about. He did um, right when he met Dre. Dre didn't produce it though. Anderson and his people produced it. The Free Nationals, and it just sounds better than everything else. There's Pharrell good skip- was the fourth record. That's fourth right. record, yeah, because it, it went uh, Ventura. No, it went. I forget. It's all cities in California, the names of his records. Ventura's the fourth one. That had fourth, the, Ventura's produced. really good, but Malibu was the birth of what he is, and it's fucking amazing. And uh, no, I think I, that's the best album of the 2010s, in my opinion. Uh, it's just nice. it, it hit me in the spot where it's supposed to hit, and that's all the fucking matters at the end of the day. But those are our picks for the albums you have to listen to straight through. I had a couple. No, can like, I? I have a, I just, as an artist and a musician, to pick three is really tough. I know. I just, I just got, I, I, call, I got to rattle off just, just a handful, real quick. We don't even need to talk about them. MGMT, Oracular Spectacular. Yeah. You guys gotten into that shit, right? That's Absolutely. one of them. Tame Impala. Dude, what happened? What happened with them? They're the fucking worst human beings on earth. <laughs> I too, I played a bunch of shows, but they don't even play the fucking hits at their concerts. You'll wait two oh, and a half hours and they won't, they won't even fucking play it because we're from NYU and we don't fucking do that anymore. They're one of those. Yeah, they're, they're exact. That's a hundred percent who they are. I watched them get into like a fist fight on stage one time over the drummer using a click. That was fun. But anyway, Oracular Spectacular is one of the most incredible albums I've ever heard. <coughs> Excuse me. Tame Impala Currents. Yes, fucking absolutely, absolutely mind-blowing. Sublime, 40 Ounces to Freedom. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Classic. I avoided I'm Sublime. Shocked, shocked Dave didn't use that one. So I, was yeah, I. I was waiting for it. I yeah. I mean, it was too easy of a pick. So I was going to just give it a little shout-out. It, it, it's too easy of a pick, but it's also mm-hmm. can't undeniable. You know what I mean? Uh, NWA, Straight out of Compton. 
Yeah, one of, of course. The, the yeah. best hands down of all time. Uh, Kendrick's Dam was on there. That's kind of yep. a whatever, but I think it's a it's a listen through, start to finish. And then this one I really just wanted to talk about. Rodriguez, cold fact. Have you guys gotten into Rodriguez? No. Mm. Dude, you, I'm about to blow your fucking mind. He's an acoustic singer-songwriter who is like big in South Africa and Australia in the 70s. Went Ooh. three decades with no fucking notoriety. A documentary called Searching for Sugar Man came out in 2012. I've heard of that. Yes, I've sir. Never seen it. Brought him back. His album's gone gold. It's one of the most incredible records you'll ever hear in your life. I'll send it to you guys. Rodriguez, Wait. Cold Fat. Yeah, can you text that? Yeah, I'll send it to you. It's like, it's maybe one of the best records I've ever heard in my life. That kind, uh, of, that kind of shit. High praise. Yeah, I got a couple it's here. Uh, random one that just popped up today that I, I forgot existed was Crazy Sexy Cool by TLC. Just early yep. TLC is yeah. that fucking shit. Uh, any of Kanye's first five albums, uh, okay. not to once again dive into my own back catalog there. Uh, there was something, it was early 2000. I mean, is this it by the Strokes captured a moment? And I'm not even a huge Strokes fan, but I love listening to that. Record. Oh, dude, they just announced a concert with... Um... They're torn with oh, the Red Hot peppers. Chili Peppers. Yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers in Chicago. I'm like immediately going to get tickets to that. It's next summer, though. Uh, Southeastern um, by Jason Isbell. Uh, I will put Faces by Mac Miller. I know that's like very topical right now, but I, I would throw that in there as well. Uh, I mean, there's a million. Oh, uh, Live Bullet by Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band is a live great album. fucking Seger. album. That yeah. is a fucking all-timer. Uh, any spring scene record for me? Uh, I mean, I... You know, one of these next times we should do best live album. There's Ooh, a whole... There's yep. so many live albums, like fucking Live at Massey Hall, 71, Neil Young, and like, there's that goes deep. So we should do like some, some live Live albums. at the... Oh, live at the... Or uh, Kenny, did you guys ever tour uh, Quebec? Oh, yeah, dude. Many times where the stop signs are actually in French. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it, but C. Ray Vaughn's Live at Montrose. Yeah, Montrose. It's, it's Montreux. a big festival. Yeah. Is, oh, is that what? I didn't even know that was a festival. So, yeah. fuck me, right? But yeah, uh, I was going to say Stevie Ray Vaughn Live at the El Macombo is a little club in Texas. Guys, let's not give away our picks, man. This a good one because I could rattle off like 10 great live albums. Let's go. This was a good one, boys. I'm fucking happy to have everybody back in the saddle. We got two good episodes coming next week. A lot more content coming as well. We got to start getting Dave ready for the Chicago show. We'll see Dante there as well. We're going to find a way to get Kenny's ass to fucking Chicago in December. You going to fly yourself out here, dickhead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll take me nine years of my small single-engine prop. Fucking steal <laughs> a jetliner. Kenny, you can open up with me. We can do a DJ a dual DJ set. Dude, oh. I did not know you were DJing, Dante. You didn't even tell <laughs> no me that. Comment. Yeah, Kenny. yeah, yeah, bro. I'm, I'm into it, Dante. Man, I got, I've got, I got my 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 feet wet on some DJ gigs before. That would yeah. be fucking fire. Hey, by the way, uh, I just found this out like an hour ago. Somebody brought up Pharrell. I think Kenny, when he was you asking about Anderson Pac, uh, ASAP Ferg signed to Rock Nation this afternoon, and the and the Neptunes are producing his new fucking album, and the new single comes out next week. I almost drove off yes. the road. Yes, dude. When I, when I hear that song, I'm gonna drive off a fucking cliff. That's awesome, dude. The fucking Neptunes are back, and they're in their do their first fucking reunion track is gonna be ASAP Ferg. Like, yes, dude, that's so, I was also like, please bring back fucking NERD and all the Pharrell shit. Yo, that, that recent NERD record was really good. Of course it was. It's fucking Rolling Seven. Really? Is that shit? Yeah, dude. Look Chad's up Ro man. Look up Rolling Sevens. Rolling Them Sevens by fucking uh, N.E.R.D. off of No One Ever Really Dies. Great record. 
Fuck. All right. Well, that, that's Green Room Picks for this week. We're going to let everybody get on their way. We'll see you guys next week. Guys, you can all go fuck yourselves. Fuck you, bye.